but it was never my intention to have a label that was my career. It was kind of just more something that I was loved doing and so I wanted to pursue it and I didn't really have an end goal and I don't have an end goal. It just kind of worked out like that. What's going on crew? Welcome to the home of Cosmic Vibes. That was Alex McDonald. I'm Tiger Lyons and this is the Tiger Talk podcast. If you're new to the podcast, then let me just take a second to give you a bit of background into why I started. I can't remember where I was exactly. For some reason, I got thinking about why I was on social media and what I wanted out of social media. And I realized that I was on social media to share my story and to feel connected with my community. And then I thought, how could I better connect with my community and what could I do to make other people feel more connected? And I realized that I wanted to initiate conversation with relatable young people, elaborating on their story, learning from the decisions they've made, the dreams they have, and the directions that they're taking. And so, yeah, today on the show, we've got Alex McDonald, who runs Morton Mac The Label. I've known Alex for a while now. She's an absolute gem, and I'm sure you're going to love her as well. So let's get into the show. Mac. Yep. Somehow, in your crazy busy schedule... We've found time to sit down for a little chat on Tiger Talk. Firstly, thanks for uh, stopping by. Thanks for having me. And uh, how are you? Pretty good. Coasting? Yeah, cruising. What did you get up to today? I uh, went for a coast walk and got a long black with coconut oil. Coconut oil? Yeah, new thing. New thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Where's that, where's that come from? came from yellow and uh, had a shake. We went to Apple, and then met you. And uh, you had a bit of a mix-up with your laptop. Huge mix-up. What's Huge the go there? Faulty computer, I think, is the faulty go. computer. No good. <laughs> Must be pretty vital for your business. Yeah, it is. I'm missing out. Did you want well, to... Hopefully... Hey? Oh, no, hopefully we can get it all sorted. Yeah. Touch wood. Three weeks time. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want to give us a bit of background on yourself and... How you got to where you are right now? All right, so uh, I'm a lonely child. A lonely child? Yeah. As opposed to... An only child. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I grew up in Perth and I went to an all-girls school and then I uh, went to uni for a year and then I started working in interior styling and then I went to uni and studied interior architecture. Swapped degrees? Yep swap degrees and then yeah at the end of the degree kind of realized I didn't really want to go into it straight away and so started uh, playing around with clothes and here we are that's where it all started yeah so you you finished your degree in design didn't feel like getting into the design world straight away yeah straight away and so you got a job working in a clothes store oh yeah sorry I worked in retail at Sass and Bite and another boutique called Adam Heath um throughout my degree and then yeah kind of still worked at Sass and Bide and Adam Heath through the en- throughout the end of the degree and then for a little bit this year until I needed to kind of break away from that and concentrate more on my own thing. So just backtracking a little bit here do you think working in the clothes shop while you're at uni kind of sparked your interest in clothes and women's fashion? No I think I kind of always had that in me and I was always really interested in clothes and I think not being able to find the clothes that I wanted to wear on a daily basis probably more so sparked having my own kind and of And when did, when did you realise that there weren't clothes that you 
you kind of liked and you thought, I'm going to have to do it myself? Probably realised enough to do something about it maybe halfway through last year. That recently? Halfway through to like around August, September. Yeah. Yeah. And talk us through the process of working. So you were working at the clothes shop. Yeah. And you were like, right, I'm going to start my own clothing label at the same time. Yeah, well, kind of a lot went on at the end of last year. Um, So I had final, like it was final submissions. And then I had a bit of a end in a big relationship. And then I kind of just, yeah, kind of thought I need to do me and I need to do something for me that really satisfies and that I really, satisfies me and that I'm, yeah, completely, I don't know. Like completely drawn to, really involved in something that is just totally me, and so that was kind of what, where Morton Matt kind of came from, I think. <clears throat> so you, I feel like something that's kind of been consistent amongst all the conversations I've had on here is there's been a determining moment or a factor that's happened where if it didn't happen, the person that the person found that if it didn't happen, then they perhaps wouldn't be in the situation they're in. Do you think that's a, the case here as well? Yeah, I think it was, yes, kind of the series. Yeah, those three, uni, yeah, everything that kind of happened around September, October, November last year, I think definitely led me to where I am now. And if those things kind of all didn't happen in line with each other and at that and at that time, then, yeah, perhaps it wouldn't have... How cool is that? Came about. <laughs> so cool. So you you finished the finished your uni, ended this relationship. All of a, all of a sudden you're with this free time and independence that perhaps you didn't have before. Yeah, potentially, and yeah. And was do you think then you had to think proactively, more proactively perhaps than you did previously when you were at uni? Like all of a sudden, was did you get that reality check? Like, oh, we're in. I'm in the real world now. Like, I either start working or I have to do something on my own? I don't think so. Like, it was never my intention to have a, to have a, I mean, it's not big, but it was never my intention to have a label that was, that kind of was my career. It was kind of just more something that I was loved doing and so I wanted to pursue it and I didn't really have an end goal and I don't have an end goal or game. Um, It just kind of worked out like that. And so when you realise you want to start your own label what's the first step? Where do you go? You're working in a clothes shop, but you want your clothes to be the ones that are on the shelf. So where do you go from there? Oh, goodness. Take us to the start. I think I was just, yeah, like I said before, I couldn't really, I didn't, I kind of wake up in the morning and I have an idea of what I want to wear that day. And I, I suppose that's determined by my mood. And usually it's just a sack dress. Um, not because I want to look like a sack of potatoes, but because that's just what I feel like wearing. <laughs> and there were not, I couldn't find like simple forms and shapes which were also flattering um, that I could just chuck on. And, you know, chuck on a dress and walk out the door, it's pretty easy. And that's what I wanted. And so that's what I wanted to create. And I feel like I have created that. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose you just have to start sampling. And Which you... is a whole process. Yeah, talk <laughs> us through that. Because I know there's probably a lot of people out there that are like, oh, I want to start my own clothing label. And then it gets to the logistics of actually making it happen. And all of yeah. a sudden it seems a lot harder than it, the idea of just putting a few t-shirts together or making a dress might seem in theory. Yeah, for sure. You have to, yeah, you definitely have to be ready for, 
you, it doesn't all run smoothly and everything isn't easy and you kind of have to take way more hits than you get. It's the opposite to a hit. <laughs> <laughs> what are we Whatever talking? the opposite to Whatever a hit. Whatever the opposite of a hit. You have to be hit down a lot before you kind of see... You have to expect negatives or take on the negatives in a positive manner as opposed to taking on the negatives in a negative manner. Yeah, and maybe um, give us a couple of examples of some things that have gone bad where it's felt like the sack of sp- potatoes you were going to wear is all of a sudden hitting you to the ground. It's a real sack. Um, where do you, and how you got yourself back up and on your feet? I suppose trialling manufacturers um, and, you know, drawing a sample and then having it turn out to be nothing like what you envisioned uh, and then trying to communicate what you what you want and how you want it is, is pretty hard and doesn't didn't go to plan three times I tried I tried three manufacturers and none of them could kind of really grasp what I was putting down yeah I guess when you've decided you're going to build a brand and some clothes on kind of on your mood and your how you're feeling Mm. trying to then get manufacturers to feel the same feel same way that you do when you want when you created the design must be super frustrating for sure yeah I think yeah definitely and and even more so when when it seems like it's all gone ahead and then you get the sample back and it's not how you kind of envisioned, like you Mm. said. And then is that just kind of, you're just straight back to the start kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I think if you are starting your own thing and a few of my girlfriends are at the moment and they're going through this exact thing and I said you have to, you have, you have to be aware, oh, no, yeah, aware of that and that it, it does happen and it's just, you know, trial and error and you just have to keep, keep giving it a go. And keep trying and keep hustling until it kind of works out. And it will work out. It's just a process. You're uh, sure. certainly an advocate for someone that's just made it work no matter what. I know when we met you, you were hopping <laughs> backwards and forwards between Perth and Indonesia. Yeah. That's still the case now. But at the time, you had a your, your job still going. Do you want to talk us through the period where you were kind of juggling yeah. the manufacturing in Bali being over there and adjusting the designs and then getting the samples back and then having to be to in Perth to work. Talk yeah. us through that time. It must have been tough. Yeah, well, I think, I think, yeah, I was having to ask for days off and ask for shifts off and, you know, scooting over there and then I was borrowing money from mum here and mum and dad here and there and then kind of going back and working for a week or two and then paying them back and then going again. So I was... Definitely, definitely teaches you how to juggle your funds and juggle what money you do have in order to do what you want to do. Um, and a lot of people think that you have to have this huge kind of sum of money to start a brand, which I, I don't think you do. I think you, if you can do it in stages and if you can, I don't know how, you need a little bit of capital behind you, but you definitely don't need as much as, as some people think you do or assume you need. So it's definitely doable. This is really like, enlightening to hear even for me because I kind of had the uh, clothing brand of my own a long time ago and I put a lot of money up up front for a manufacturer elsewhere and lost all my money did that ever happen to you where you kind of or perhaps maybe you spent some money on on the design with a manufacturer and then it just completely didn't work and you had to go start afresh I guess time when you want when you've got designs and you want to get them out there's probably almost more important than the money that you spend. Exactly. Yeah, it did happen once. 
and um, a factory cut all my samples and did all the patterns up and cut all the fabric wrong. I mean, it wasn't a huge amount. I don't know how many item, how many garments it would have been. But they cut all the fabric and they cut it all wrong and they cut the stripe going the wrong way. And so that was just a whole bunch of fabric and money for samples down the drain. And then that was, you know, on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're making it sound like a pretty bit of a, like a, I'd imagine at the time it was a bit more of a big deal than just on to the next one. <laughs> really happy no yeah it wasn't great but I mean in hindsight it wasn't the worst thing that could have happened yeah I mean I think everything kind of works out the way it should work out that that factory was miles away wasn't easy wasn't convenient and then you know the factory now that I'm in fits in fits in much you know fits in much better with my day-to-day life in Chengdu and that kind of thing. So it's quite accessible and it's easy for me to get to and I can go frequently. And So, I mean, even though at that time those samples didn't work and that money was lost, it's kind of worked out for the better in the long run anyway. It's a real metaphor for kind of how things have panned out for you in a way, just in general overall. I know from knowing you personally that you're a bit of a perfectionist. (laughs) I remember one time in particular when you were getting labels done and you got a whole roll of labels produced and then we were all in the cafe and you were just not happy with the design. <laughs> and I was looking at it and I was like, it looks pretty, looks pretty good to me. I was like, what's wrong there? And they're like, oh, they've done the wrong shade of gold. <laughs> and I thought, she's, uh, she really knows what she wants, <laughs> Miss Matt. Goodness Mac. gracious. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. How much, of a, how much of a factor do you think that perfectionist attitude's Uh, affected how well your brand's gone since you launched it? Well, I think if you've got an idea of it, that was all down to the aesthetics of the brand. Obviously, gold and metallics and that kind of thing isn't really in line with Morton Mac. And so that, I think if you have to have a solid understanding and grasp of what your brand is and what it's about in order to, oh, yeah, you just have to have a solid understanding of that. And I think if you don't, you can get really lost and you you can kind of, you, you lose the direction of your brand and what it kind of stands for and target audience and all those kinds of things. So I think in terms, yeah, I think being a perfectionist is a good thing, is a good thing for someone who's in this industry or who has a, who has a brand or who has any sort of business. And then that comes down to all the social media and all the marketing of that because if you, if the, what is it, if the aesthetic of your brand is lost or if, the story isn't... Yeah, if the story behind it isn't strong, I think it just it loses it a bit. It's hard to follow, isn't it? Right. If it's not true the whole way through, Yeah. it's hard to... If you're, a, if you're someone that follows the brand, as soon as it becomes a bit... Wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Yeah. The loyalty can kind of fade a bit, can't it? Yeah, and if... Yeah. And to, to some people listening at your... The language that you use when you talk talk about business kind of suggests that you're a pretty savvy businesswoman. <laughs> do you th- do you think that's something that you picked up at university or is that something that you've just learned? I don't think I'm a savvy businesswoman. You definitely are. <laughs> no. You definitely are. Even I'm sitting here going, okay, what does she mean there? No. <laughs> I don't think I le- I think you just pick it up along the way. Um, I definitely think I could be more knowledgeable in terms of for the whole business side of things. Uh, no, uni was more about uh, design and composition and storytelling and concepts and that kind of thing um, as opposed to 
anything really business related. Uh, so you picked up your business skills from nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> from running a business. Probably the best way to learn Just it. Running. <laughs> well, I kind of want to go into now how you were feeling when I'd imagine there's a lot of satisfaction that comes in supporting yourself and even earlier today we were talking about how good it feels to be working for yourself and making your own decisions with each day. Give us a bit of an insight into how it does feel for you to have transitioned from having to work and juggle working for someone else to now fully supporting yourself with your label and perhaps the whether it motivates you or inspires you to continue and keep growing things. Yeah, I think com- that's one of the biggest things that I have learnt recently is that if you're you know, doing something you love and that you live yeah that you really just live for um and doing it on your own back is just so so satisfying and so it it makes getting up and getting up every day and doing what you have to do such a pleasure and so enjoyable um and I suppose I mean you have to do all the things like I had to study and work and all those things to get here but you really do have a new appreciation for every day when you're doing something that you love so much Yeah. Pretty special. Pretty special pretty cool. feeling. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah. yeah. Waking it's up each day and just thinking, <laughs> I can do whatever I want with today. Well, you can't. You have to hustle. <laughs> but you're doing it for yourself and you're doing it for something you love, which is makes it so much more enjoyable. And a lot easier to work harder when you know that the output that you're putting in is for something that you're passionate about and something that you love. Definitely. 100%. Um, yeah, I kind of want to transition from working to yourself into how you've felt and what your experiences have been as a female in business, because there's a lot of publicity and it's kind of like a big topic with female entrepreneurs. What's been your experience since you've started working for yourself? Yeah, I think I haven't really experienced anything that kind of springs to mind with regards to that uh, topic, you kind of just have to stand your ground and when you think something isn't right or you th- you disagree with something, you can't you can't back down really. The only, yeah, I was getting a bit, little bit ripped off the other day with freight <laughs> and I had, to, I had to really stand up for myself when I was comparing freight deals and I was completely ripped off actually and charged about three times the amount. Um for freight costs from Indonesia to Australia. And I think that was probably the only time when I felt myself... And I kind of... I had to stop myself a bit and, you know, go, Alex, chill out. (laughs) These poor people. But I imagine that happens a lot. (laughs) Stop it, Alex. That's the only time that really I felt that perhaps I was going to get a little bit run over because I don't know if it was because I was female or just because they thought I was ignorant. But I think that would be the only time that anything like that has come up. Certainly um, a sign of the times and probably um, something that would be really good for and encouraging for other females that perhaps have an idea to to hear. Because it, I'd imagine if you're a, a girl listening to this that ha- perhaps has a few ideas about what they want to do working for themselves and are put off by the idea of being in that situation, mm-hmm. it must be super enlightening for people to hear that you were able to stand your, stand up for yourself and get through it. Yeah, well, you just yeah, you have to stand up for yourself, and you can't always just accept what you're told. I think you have to question, and you have to ask, yeah, 
quest- ask questions and don't just yeah accept what what's down on the page because I think there's always not always but yeah if don't you don't ask then you just get given don't the answer. ask don't get is my philosophy yeah don't ask don't so, get every time sounds like the winning equation yeah and um <laughs> I know you've uh built a large amount of your brand and your aesthetic that you talk about on social media yeah. how much of a role has that played on the whole business like the business as a whole as opposed to just the marketing I think yeah it's huge social media I think is the only reason how I mean it's my only form of advertising at the moment and so that makes me think that you know everyone who kind of knows about the brand it's all driven from social media and it will just Instagram really I don't use any other um, platforms for marketing and, and I remember even before I had my website, I was selling through Instagram, which was pretty cool that people and girls would, you know, put the trust in me to, if they were just paying for something over Instagram, that I would send them out the garment and that sort of thing, which was, that was really, yeah, that was really nice. But yeah, everything, everything is driven from Instagram. So, I mean, it's super cool that there are these platforms nowadays that enable us to market something, you know, nationally or worldwide. Yeah, it's insane that there, there's never been an opportunity like there has now to build a brand on the back of nothing. Like in the old days, I know we were talking about earlier about how you don't need to start, you don't need a whole bunch of money to start up. Yeah. And a large part of that is due to being able to build brand equity and being able to build brand aesthetics mm-hmm. on social media so people mm-hmm. can get the experience of the brand before actually having to purchase financially. For sure. And especially, I'd imagine, in the fashion industry, that's huge because if people are are seeing the whole experience on social media, then that's a big influence in people's life these days, eh? Definitely, yeah. And, yeah, it goes back to that whole aesthetic thing. You, you know what you're, what the brand's about and it either is something that resonates with you or it doesn't. And it's obviously not for everyone, but at least people can kind of... People get the whole feel and idea of the brand far easier than they would, yeah, say, when we didn't have it. One of the biggest things I've struggled with on social media is being able to accurately portray yourself and it relates directly to your to having your own brand through purely sharing photos. Is that something that you've found quite, uh, comes quite naturally or have you struggled with that a little bit? feels like with, your story's been pretty organic from the get-go. With the, yeah, I think with the brand, I think that... I, I don't think... I think it's pretty clear. Is that what you mean? Like pretty clear what the brand's about from the images that are... Yeah. Like if you post a photo, people are going to interpret that however they might. And if you post a, a photo that doesn't align with the story that you've been telling the whole time with the yeah. brand, yeah. then it kind of... You start getting... Throws people. Yeah, throws people out. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I think that that is something that does really work with Morton Mac. Um, I think the story is quite clear, and I think that's probably... Hundred percent. I'm gonna yeah. butt in here because <laughs> I, without I know you're not comfortable talking about yourself, but I feel like the whole everything Morton Mac on social media is a pretty perfect representation of who you are as a person. And when you're selling a true story and an honest story, then it's generally a winner, and that's certainly been the case so far. Where uh, where are you thinking of going to now? Are you just do you have a plan, or are you just playing it as it comes? My plan, just, yeah, 
Just rolling with it. <laughs> rolling with it. <laughs> rolling with it, yeah. I haven't... Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Has it been overwhelming? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but that's good. It's a good overwhelming. Better to be overwhelmed than underwhelmed. <laughs> Words of wisdom there from Morton Mac. <laughs> That'll, uh, that'll just about do us, I think, Matt. We'll, we'll call it there with your words of wisdom. <laughs> Thanks, Tiger. Thanks for being on the show, Matt. <laughs> and uh, if anybody wants to check out Mac the Label, where can they find it? Uh, on Instagram probably is the best way, uh, best platform, Morton Mac underscore label. There it is. And uh, Shopify as well. Uh, oh, www.mortonmac.com.au. Perfect. I definitely recommend checking it out and giving Morton Mac a little squiz as well. She's got a pretty sweet personal gallery there as well. Uh, we'll call it a day there, Mac. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Pleasure. <laughs> and all the best. Peace. Well, that's a wrap, guys. What did you reckon? I kind of hope the podcast is just the start of the conversation. So if there's any topics, thoughts or ideas that popped into mind throughout the podcast, then feel free to send myself or Mac a message. We'll both be super keen to hear from you. Uh, you can find Mac on Instagram at Morton, M-O-R-T-O-N underscore Mac, or more specifically her clothing label, Morton Mac, the label. That's Morton Mac underscore label. She's got some super cool frocks going on there. I know she's working on a summer design, which is about to drop in the next few weeks, so definitely stay tuned on her socials. That's where she'll expose all the latest products, I'm sure. If you want to get in touch with me, you can do so on Instagram, Facebook, or email. I'll be super keen to hear from you. Always love getting messages from podcast listeners to hear what they thought about the podcast or if they have any ideas or what their opinions are, even if it's just to say, hey, that you're tuning in. Always love to hear from you guys. Or if you're feeling super generous, you can leave a review on the podcast app or whatever app it is that you get your downloads from. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. It means more than you would know. Got some insanely cool people coming in on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned. In the meantime, keep spreading those cosmic vibes. I'll speak to you soon. Peace. <laughs>